during a crisis, are there certain choices that leaders need to make in order to move things forward? Well, in this episode, I'm going to share with you five choices great leaders make to manage crisis. Welcome to Business Leaders Coach, where we educate, enable, equip, and empower you to become the best leader you can be. My name is Toyo Shinbi, founder of Business Leaders Coach, and we work with CEOs and leadership teams moving from startup to scale up. And on this podcast, I bring you practical steps that you can apply in your leadership today. We draw wisdom from some of the best business books, bring you guests, entrepreneurs, authors as well. And you can go to businessleaderscoach.com forward slash podcast to subscribe so that we can send you each episode and also any templates or tools that come up with subsequent episodes. I want to welcome you to episode 40 and I also want to welcome some new subscribers to the podcast. Thank you very much for joining. I'm very excited to share this topic today and this is coming from the back end of episode 39 where we talked about leading in a VUCA world because uh, we are facing different challenges and as I speak to different entrepreneurs people want to know how to manage through crisis and one of the interesting things that came out from my research when I was doing this program, if you remember, if you listened to the previous episode, I did talk about how I came up with this understanding of VUCA. And I realized that, wow, there were certain things that a leader needed to demonstrate and some certain choices that they needed to adopt in order to be able to navigate through a crisis situation. And so today, I want to share with you five choices great leaders make to manage crisis and this has come out of my own research my own interviewing of different leaders reading different books and really just honing in on some essentials that you need to make i don't know what kind of challenge you might be going through or even if it's not right now this could be down the line and what i will say up front is that these five choices you don't even have to wait for a crisis situation these are things that you should be doing even right now so i don't want to downplay any kind of situation because different crisis situations happen at different stages maybe in the business or due to the economy it could be right now you need revenue and that seems to be the big thing for you especially if you're going through this scale up stage because sometimes that could be the challenge or it could be just getting the right people it could be the economy it could be what's going on in the world right now as i record this but as i know this is a podcast so you might be listening to this years from now and i still want this to be relevant and so the content that i am creating i'm trying to make it evergreen even though right now there's a war taking place between russia and ukraine and it's a challenging time there's still uh, COVID-19, uh, there's still all these different challenges as we navigate into this new hybrid world. And so lots of different challenges that might be going on. But I want to give you these five choices to make. And as I said, this came out of my own research and it's something that I still try to apply 
even today for myself. So what are these five choices? Let's get straight into this. If you're listening to this while you're driving or while you're doing something, that's fine. But you might want to come back and just take some notes as well, because I really do believe that these five choices are the evergreen. Okay, so this is not actually something that you should only be thinking about because you're going through maybe a crisis right now, but try and see this as evergreen choices. So what is it? First choice, when you're facing a crisis as a leader, you need to choose to have hope. And hope is the key word there. So now how do we define hope? Well, it's having a sense of certainty that something good will still come out of this situation. You know, typically what happens during crisis is that people tend to lose hope and they give up. And once this happens, things like perseverance is hard to foster. Now, this is important for you to understand as a leader that part of why you are the leader is that you have to see further than most of the other people. And when I'm talking about hope, I am not talking about just being optimistic. And to give you an example of where this comes from, this idea of hope, I think it's actually a fundamental principle, but I want to give you an example of what Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, what he found when he looked at the great companies and what distinguished them as different from the good companies. And he shares about something he ended up calling the Stockdale paradox. And if you've read the book, Good to Great, then uh, you perhaps have heard this already. But this was his observation. It was an observation that the great companies in every case when faced with crisis were able to maintain unwavering faith in the end game and a commitment to prevail as a great company despite the brutal facts. And these brutal facts were the reality. And so they will still accept those brutal facts of reality, but still have faith in the end game. And this perspective comes from Admiral Stockdale, who was a prisoner of war in Vietnam, and he showed amazing resilience and survived to share his story. He was tortured over 20 times during his eight years of being in prison. And when Jim got to ask him some questions, he asked him how he survived. And he said, I never lost faith in the end story. I never doubted not only that I will get out, but also that I would prevail in the end and turn the experience into the defining event of my life. You know, he then went on to say that those that didn't survive were the optimists, the ones that said we will be out by next Christmas. He said they died of a broken heart. You know, as I read that, I thought about the pandemic that we went through in 2020 and I recall some people in the organization I was in at the time saying and this was in March when a lot of us had to start working from home I do remember a few leaders saying oh I can't wait for this to be over for us to get back into the, the office by June and I and I remember that because I, I laughed it showed this optimistic view and not facing the brutal facts and 
people who do that, they tend to easily lose hope. And your role is to ensure that people have hope, even though you need to face the facts. Okay, so it's that we will, we will pull through this. We just have to accept where things are right now. Okay, so that's the first uh, choice to make. The second choice is to choose to control your emotions. Choose to control your emotions. You know, during crisis, there's definitely reasons to worry and get upset. And how you handle your emotions during such a time, it will be critical. Uh, there's a, a lot of research that now shows that this is fundamental to us being more creative, being more productive when we can handle our emotions. Emotional intelligence training is important because the more you're in tune with how you feel, you are then able to deal with it. Now, obviously, if you're going through a crisis, you potentially might say there's reasons to worry, but what is going on in your brain is stopping you from actually being creative. In fact, if you want to watch a video I did called the five functions of your brain, you can go to businessleaderscoach.com forward slash blog and you'll find it there. It's a video where I explain the five functions of your brain just so that you can understand how emotions hinder us from thinking clearly. And so you want to be able to ensure that you are taking charge of your emotions. So there's a five-step process that I normally would pass on to my clients about how to handle their emotions. And I do this for myself as well. And the five steps are quite easy. You simply answer a question each time because it's actually our thinking that triggers our feeling. And so we want to, first of all, capture it. And we can capture our thinking by asking what thought have I observed? And then we want to call it. We want to call how is this making us feel? In fact, research shows that the more we're able to identify our feelings and give it a name, that is actually part of us gaining control over this emotion. Then we can challenge it. Is it true? Because a lot of times what we're feeling perhaps might not be true. We might be feeling discouraged. And then when we asked, why are we feeling discouraged? It's a certain fear. And what is that fear that this actually is not going to turn around or whatever crisis is going on? It's almost like that crisis is permanent. And then you can ask, well, is it true? Uh, and then that's going to help you to then do the next thing, which is you can change it. How can you use this situation for good? It would be a good question to ask until you can change the feeling by changing your perspective around it. Uh, maybe it is telling you something, maybe it is warning you, that's fine, but you can still, because you've now captured it, you can then channel it. So you want to capture it, you want to call it, you want to challenge it, you want to change it, and then you want to challenge that emotion. How can you apply this new pattern of feeling or thinking for something good? Maybe it can prompt you to actually take action on certain things. And so using this emotion, choosing to control your emotions is a, an important part of dealing with crisis. The next thing you want to do is you want to choose to take action. A lot of times when we actually go through a crisis, it can cause us to freeze 
and not want to move forward. And it's really important that you take action in one way or the other, uh, applying the principles, applying things that you know you should still be doing, making decisions is going to be an important part if you're in crisis mode, but also making wise decisions. But you've got to at some point make some, maybe in some situations, it could be radical actions to take. The story that comes to mind was when Steve Jobs returned to Apple and the business was losing money. The business was not doing well at all. And he got his direct reports to pull out all the products that they were selling. And based on his own knowledge of things, he had to make a radical decision to stop the products, 70% of products that they were producing. And he had to make a decision to clear that all out. And it had a huge impact on the business. Initially, it was a radical choice he had to make. And if he didn't make that decision, Apple won't be in existence today. So these crisis situations, sometimes they could be global crises, it could be internal crises, it could be situations of what's going on in your business, but you've got to take action, some kind of action that is required from you in order to move things forward in the right direction. And here's the other thing, taking the wrong action is still better than not taking any action at all. Because if you take the wrong action, at least you can learn from it as long as it's not so devastating. But if you didn't take any action at all, you would never know. And so that's an important part of the five choices. The next choice is choosing to practice routines and rhythms. During a crisis situation, there's a tendency for things to maybe get chaotic. And one of the things that you want to ensure is that routines, rhythms, uh, rituals, certain things that you do, habits are consistent. You want to create that stability by consistently doing the things that you've been doing and keep doing them despite the crisis. So if you have a weekly huddle or daily huddle, you want to keep that going. You want to keep the communication going. You want to keep your own personal rhythms, you know, whether it's you wake up in the morning, you have your process that you go through. Uh, you want to keep those things in place so that there's consistency, so that there's also a familiarity around what is expected. And during a crisis situation, yes, there might be some urgent meetings now that need to be put into the rhythm, which is fine, but you definitely want to make sure that there's a consistency of things that is not so disruptive. And that's for you personally. This is where the five daily habits definitely comes in. As I've said before, think, plan, do, reflect and learn. And keeping that ritual, keeping that routine, keeping that rhythm is going to help you be able to cope in a crisis situation. And you want to keep your own personal rituals in check. So if you exercise, you want to make sure that you're doing that. If you need time with family or whatever it is, you still want to maintain those major things because if not, you can tend to lose perspective on what is still important. It's really important that you maintain rhythms and rituals, even during a time of crisis to the best of your ability. And obviously it might require certain extended 
aspects of that as well, depending on the severity of the crisis. But that's what you want to be able to do and put in place. And that then leads to the final choice, which is one of the rituals or one of the routines that you want to put in place is thinking time. You know, you absolutely need to create thinking time in order to be able to even apply all the other four that I have mentioned. And this is something that actually should be a habit that you've already started to put in place despite the situation, whether there's a crisis or not. I remember reading in um, the book by uh, Stephen Drotter, The Performance Pipeline, and uh, he mentions, and I'm just going to read it here. He says, thinking takes time. The more variables we must consider, the more time we need to think. As you no doubt are aware, leaders lack thinking time. Meetings from morning to night, 100 or more emails per day, voicemails, family demands and travel are the norm. Thinking deeply and reflectively under these conditions is difficult. We become caught in activity traps and thus fail to think and learn. And so his first imperative is every leader spends 30 minutes to one hour or more daily in uninterrupted thinking time. And this is something that, as I said, should happen during a crisis. You absolutely need thinking time to gather your thoughts. But if you've been making this a habit before, then it really wouldn't be an issue. And this is where you're going to process all your thoughts. You absolutely need that time to um, gather new thoughts and also be creative. And that's something that we can talk about maybe in another episode. But there you have it. Five choices that great leaders make to manage crisis. They choose to have hope. This is such an important part. During a crisis, people need a leader to be the promoter of hope. We will get through this. We just need to figure it out. Control emotions. They choose to control their emotions so that they can be free. They can uh, be able to think clearly and not be hindered by their own feelings. They take action when they need to make decisions. They move forward on those actions. They choose to practice routines and rhythms and rituals still so that there's a consistency that happens even though you're going through a crisis and they choose to think. So we've got their hope, emotions, actions, routines, and think, and this spells heart, H-E-A-R-T. And the reason is because dealing with crisis is always a matter of the heart. I hope you found this one helpful. It'd be great to hear from some of you. Please email me, toye at businessleaderscoach.com. Uh, and if you also have any topics or any particular questions you want me to answer that I can turn into a podcast, please email me. I'd love to hear from you what you're currently going through, how I can support, how I can create these podcasts so that they are reaching you and also speaking to you in real time. So that's it for today. Go to businessleaderscoach.com forward slash podcast to see the show notes and links. While you're there, if you haven't subscribed, you can subscribe so you can get uh, this into your inbox. This is Toyo Shinbi signing off and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Mm -hmm.